Hello! And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. <laughs> Woo! Sound the alarm. We are undateable. Undateable. <laughs> Just kidding. Freestyling. Uh, let's get into it. Fair warning. Do, 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 do. Danger, danger. <laughs> the dog is in the studio today. Active. <laughs> Active. And maybe will be playful later. Who's to say? Okay. Ooh, he reclined, but he'll breathe loudly. We just gave him a stern talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a really stern talking to. He'll still breathe loudly, though. So you know he's here. He will. If we get too loud and if we touch him, Allison, he will react. He will think that the talking to is over. That's fine. <laughs> we must now ignore him and not Keep look at him. Keep your sexy body away from me, sir. <laughs> it is too scrumptious. <laughs> I do not condone bestiality. <laughs> what is it? Like Surgeon General warning? <laughs> if you are pregnant or think you might be pregnant, <laughs> consult your doctor. <laughs> Figure that shit out. <laughs> That's a very good one, Allison. Thank you. I do condone sex. <laughs> How can people be but not sex? with animals? How can people be having sex in a time like this? AIDS is a thing. Coronavirus is, is a thing. thing. <laughs> AIDS could kill you way faster, but who cares about those people? I guess. <laughs> I'm not gonna try to figure out how to heal that. Yeah. AIDS. All right. Well, what are we getting into? Well, as if that wasn't a little rundown of what we're about to dive deep into, we're going to talk about crazy. Crazy ladies. And you know what? I'm going to read the prompt, and then I don't know how succinct the prompt or how, you know, whatever. I write it through my life. It is what it is. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Emily takes her crazy (laughs) from experience. It's just been something that has been on my mind, and Allison and I keep coming back to it, and I'm like, today's the day that we talk about being crazy, because today has been an emotional roller coaster pour moi. Like, my my purse is in triage, mm-hmm. going into surgery. Yeah, undergoing the knife. Go Undergoing the knife. I heard about rivets today. Bitch, the purse doesn't even have a rivet. But... He was gonna put a rivet in it? He is putting a rivet in That's it. That's the mm-hmm. actual solution? Like I can't even sir, talk about it. Sir, back away from the from the machine. <laughs> like I can't even talk about it because I wasn't there. I don't understand it. He's and, gonna put a ribbon. And it. it's just like the biggest joke. Like it's the biggest joke. But I love the purse. It's style wise. I love the purse. What's being fixed probably won't be the main course. You probably won't even see it. But I will sue if it is. Wrong. Depends how big that. And you is. know what's so funny is that it's a designer purse. So he upcharged me. On fixing it. Yeah. And if and if you actually know how to get these designer purses, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> fixing this purse costs more than the actual amount of money that was made to make the purse. Oh, but we don't talk about that either. Okay. Anyways, so because say with me, designers support the slave trade. <laughs> design. Yeah. Believe it or not, design. Yeah. Whoa. Big news. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> their money's not going to their workers, but to your bullshit charities. Yes. <laughs> To, yeah, to the charities that also don't fix any, whatever. That's right, I'm philanthropist. We're philanthropists. I'm philanthropist. Philanthropizing. I am dreaming about this Bloomin' Onion I'm going to make tonight. I know, Allison's going to make a Bloomin' Onion tonight. Bloomin' Onion dreaming. It's a pretty great day for that. But anyways, so, 
I was also feeling the emotional gambit today. Like, I was sad about my purse. It's in triage. It is now in surgery. And then going back into triage. No one knows what those mean. Yeah. And then... What does it mean? Educate. Are we not an educational show? Well, I thought everyone's a scientist slash um, medical Medical expert. Oh, medical professional. Yeah, because the Ralph's people, they yell at me for not wearing a mask. So why do I have to explain triage? You know what? Everyone can do their homework. How about that? And then when you do your homework, actually look at the actual science of coronavirus, which you won't be able to find, but that's okay. Yeah, we should delete it from the internet. I know. (laughs) From their own personal website, by the way. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways. So... It was a lot, and then I was just, like, working on my work, and I was just kind of, like, getting upset and frustrated because I really didn't want to work, and I think mental health days are really important to take, and I don't think that they're encouraged enough in the workplace. Mm. Like, the last place I worked in, they encouraged mental health days, and I thought it was a little bit much because we didn't really have, like, a crazy schedule, you know? Like, mental health days, I don't think were necessary for... Everyone, and you can kind of take, like, a mental health day at work if your job's not too busy. Like, you can really, like, bullshit and, like, go places and do stuff. So, it's, like, you can kind of get away with things like that. But it's, like, at this job, it's just, it's too much. And it's, like, I feel like I need a mental health day. But that's not encouraged. That's not supported. And when I go off of work, I come back to all of my work not being done. But when my coworkers leave, I get to do all their work while they're done. It's amazing. It's just so shocking. Okay, so anyway, so this leads us into the topic of today, which is this. Why are women always painted as crazy? Because <laughs> we're Bet psycho. you were expecting that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about time we address our mental, our psychological issues. <laughs> is it the media telling us that it's cute to be psycho or is it an effort to keep the peace? Why do we let men gaslight us when we are actually making valid points that they would beat into the ground if their roles were reversed? So what I mean is like that they would beat yeah, into the ground. Yeah, like, like they would argue that they would, if they were in your position Yeah, too. they would argue it and they would be unrelenting about that argument. Yeah. Whereas women will look, just let it go and be like, haha, okay, I'm crazy, like whatever. Yeah. So this really was sprung on like a few months ago, like come like November, December. Yeah. Whenever this person that we know got engaged and like I was kind of like going on my podcast doing whatever it is that I do and this one girl that we talked about a few podcasts ago as well she has a podcast herself and keep walking hound. And she had this guest on and this girl named something Lauren Martin I think is her name and she has a book called Book of Moods. So there you go. Free plug for that. Yeah, <laughs> wow, you're welcome. Five followers can go buy that book if you fancy, which I do fancy. And I do plan on actually getting that book. I just don't know what format to buy it in yet. Yeah. Um, but she was talking about how she was in New York and she had a boyfriend and an apartment and a dream job and all this stuff. But she was always so angry and she would be just mad or upset or anxious and she didn't know why so she decided for five years to record everything that she was feeling and thinking in those moments you know and like then it became a book 
And it's just, like, it's kind of interesting because she would come home and she would be so mad at her boyfriend for, like, whatever happened. Like, maybe something happened on the subway or at work or the work and then the subway and, like, all this stuff. And she'd just be kind of flustered and she would take it out on him. Yeah. And so, basically, the whole point of the book was her working through her emotions and, in the end, being, like, I'm just a woman that has a lot of emotions and, like, they're just kind of make me unstable. Yeah. And that is, like... It's like a two-edged sword because we're definitely have been more in the past. We were more in the camp of like, oh, you know, women are just crazy. They don't know, you know, they're governed by their emotions they're hormonal. And it's like, it's true because women have so many more hormones going on. Yeah, than, than a man naturally does. Yeah, just, just by like, I mean, you have your periods, you get pregnant, sex affects you differently. There's like all this stuff yeah. going on. So that's natural. But then I was thinking, you can't for five years, everything you do was crazy. You just can't do yeah, that. Yeah, like, not every single reaction is a crazy reaction. Yeah, and so it's like she's, like, working out through it, and, like, it's with her family, work, friends, boyfriend. Like, she goes through, in the book, like, different aspects of her life. And it's like, while that's good that you can own up to things, I think you should own up to it, and you should be like, you know what, I blew that way out of proportion that wasn't right but it's like sometimes you don't blow things out of proportion yeah and I don't like that we constantly have to apologize for those things yeah and like find or a blame reason why it. we might have acted out yes like the real reason yes and there's this one short story by Dan Lipsight which his short stories are like so amazing everyone read Warm and Philly it's the only one I remember the title of Besides that, (laughs) if you go down that rabbit hole, you'll find a lot of other good ones. But there was one that he wrote, and I don't know the title of it, but it's about this young woman in New York, and she's, like, a babysitter. She's trying to get her footing, you know. She's babys like, she does all this stuff, babysitter, waitress, roommate, does all these things. And she babysits for this really wealthy family on the Upper East Side and the dad of the child he's like older obviously and the the wife is not around she's doing whatever it is she does and it's like sort of that trope and then she gets she's like talking at the end of the story which is why I love Dan Lipsight's short stories because they all the point at the end it's like it wraps it up such a beautiful bow it's like so feels like an orchestra it's just so beautiful and she's talking and she has like this monologue and it's not that long and she's like oh well you know I'll just sit here tonight and I'll complain and then we'll talk and you'll try to calm me down and then at the end I'll just say that it's I'm on my period and I'm acting crazy and I'm so sorry do you want to have sex tonight and then she turns around and his like He's already out, ready to go. And it's like, that is like exactly how I feel it is. Yeah. You know, because she was, she the whole point that brought them to that argument was she was like, you're married and I'm not and I'm just the young, cute nanny and you just want to bang me. Yeah. And then he's all like, calm down, calm down. Like, you're taking out of proportion. Like, there's nothing wrong with being beautiful. And she's like, I know, but she's like, I'm constantly in this situation. And she's yeah. like, I can never get ahead. And then it's like, he's not listening. And then what does she say? Oh, I'm on my period, I guess. I'm just blowing things out of proportion. But it's like, no, that's like a real, problem it is really frustrating when you try so hard and you can't get anywhere and you know all these jobs are like waitressing is dead end being a babysitter for a wealthy family is a dead end you want to be a writer but you can't get money from that so you can't really pursue that 
that's what she wanted to do in the in the short story. Yeah. And it's like it's so frustrating. And then on top of it, you're a woman, so everybody wants to seduce you. Yeah. If you're kind or good looking on any level. Yeah. And then it's just like then at the end of the day you have to say you're crazy, even though that's like a real problem. Like in that short story's defense, like that was like an actual relatable problem. That wasn't just her being like naggy and bitchy about yeah. something. So I like his stories because they actually have good points. But yeah, so I think that it's crazy that women have to constantly apologize. What do you think about that, Allison? <laughs> it is a lot of my yes. turn to participate. <laughs> a lot of disassociation. <laughs> um, yeah. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I really used up all my brain power at something earlier today. I know. Um. It shouldn't take this long. <laughs> Do you have nothing to say about that? No. <laughs> What's your run-in with crazy in the media? Because I take a lot of things like I like Psycho, the whole Cupid Psycho thing. If anyone has read White Girl Problems by Babe Walker, then you'll know what I'm talking about. If you follow Stassi Schroeder, then you know what I'm talking about. It's well, yeah, like, it was a big thing, almost as big as like. From, like, five years ago or whatever it was where it's, like, eating food was, like, a personality trait. Like, when we were, like, fries before guys. Like, people believe that. Like, because they idolized, like, food. Was Wait, like are you serious? Trope. Is that what that means? Yeah, that was a was big just... thing when I was in high school. Yeah, straight up. It was, like, a whole trope. But, um, what do I... What are my encounters with crazy? I feel like it's not as big as it used to be. Because I feel like women are so, like outspoken now like that means like like they're like speaking out for themselves you know what I mean uh-huh. so it's not more like like how the crazy woman rhetoric used to be it now has turned around to the men of like your like toxic masculinity you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like you're less likely to hear like a man call a woman crazy because they're like you are like a selfish man they're trying to like eradicate mankind you know what I mean but what was in the prompt you had like two questions on well the you know what just to say about that can they hear me if I do this? I don't know. <laughs> Speak loudly. It's not hard for us. Okay. Well, I mean, what I have to say about that is that's where I think that they want to take the narrative, but I don't think that, like, people in actual relationships follow that narrative. It's kind of like the whole idea of, like, a feminist being a feminist outside of Cosmopolitan. Yeah. They're not fucking feminists. They go home to their man that pays for their shit and they pretend, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like a blogger calling yourself a feminist. Oh, really? So do you pay your mortgage and yeah, because she Chanel gets bag, she gets money your, off of being a trophy wife. Yeah, and for your thirty six hundred dollar, you know, pram. I don't think you do. I think most of that's gifted, and then everything else your husband buys you and or gifts to you. So it's like calm down. But I think that's where they want it to go because toxic masculinity is like. So in vogue, and it's like, let's just estimate whatever is left of the man, man. and, like, respect for the man. Yeah. But, like, Instead that- of because, like, to the people, there's no idea of coexistence. Like, even the people who have that stupid bumper sticker are the ones who believe the least in coexistence. Yeah. Because they want to eradicate something that doesn't agree with them. Every- and yeah. it's like, I hate to tell you, but it's like, we can't erase evil in this world however you interpret it if yeah. toxic masculinity is your evil and we think feminism is the evil like it's always going to be there like it's always a topic so i don't know why with such big things we're trying to silence a whole opinion about it and it's like it's not forced upon someone clearly like 
you can teach it all you want, but it's like even if it's like in the curriculum, like people are still gonna mentally disagree with that. You yes, know what I mean? and that's fine. Like disagreements and disagreement is what fine. makes us humanity. Yes, where we eradicate discourse is where we lose like the value of a human life. Yes, is where yeah, and also we fail to have critical thought and yeah. reasoning and logic, and it's like you have to work through those things, and it's like. If you get rid of toxic masculinity, you're not going to get rid of the crazy girl. Like of the If anything, trap. it'll fuel the psycho a little more. Yeah. And then it's like, what's going to happen then? Like the whole idea of abuse, it's just going to flip roles. You it know is. I mean? It's just going to, there always has to be one more dominant than the other. And that's not to say that one has to have more abusive power than the other. But it's not It's at not all. to say that's what it is, but that's what it will always be. That, no. When's the last time no, you ever saw true no, equality? It's not, it's not what it, abusive power is not what it will always be, but that's what evil comes and makes it feel like. Like if I have a man and he, in my life and he is more of like an alpha than I am that's fine there should be an alpha of the household there should be an alpha and a beta but it's like he's not going to abuse his power and that's where it falls on his face because it's like oh you have an alpha male no he's not but the whole idea is like with the like like feminist movement where it's like if the woman was just the alpha then there wouldn't be any issues and it's like you don't understand like you are never truly fighting for equality like when was the last time you saw a true equal relationship in this world you are fighting for equality well that's what they say but that's not true because mm-hmm. just like you said there always has to be an alpha and a beta well, and it's like you're mm-hmm. fighting to be equal but you're not so you're fighting you for saying, your opinion to be more important than theirs are you saying that that society tells us that we're fighting for equality yeah and it's a total lie it's such bullshit like when was the last time like somebody ever had a little more power over somebody else and like humbled themselves really you know what i mean like humans aren't capable of doing that very hard for people to humble themselves it's like impossible i don't know why i don't, I don't know, know what why. jurisdiction we think we have over like our two square feet and of it's property like, i don't know how humble of a person i come across as being i don't really know but i don't feel like it's that hard to be humble i, I feel like it's, it's not hard fun like i didn't say it was it's fun, not fun but i don't it's think it's not hard. That hard it's like gosh like calm yourself down it's like humbling yourself means that you can listen to somebody else's idea but but people don't want to always admit that they're wrong. I think where that's the power where it, struggle yeah, comes Yeah, I think in. that's where it comes from, and I think that's weird. And then, well, okay, but the whole thing about the crazy lady is it's like I think that women are insecure, and they feel ashamed for their insecurities, so then they mask it by just doubling down on it and being crazy. And then when they go too far, they have excuses like, oh, I'm on my period. Oh, I just had a, you know, I'm just feeling like more emotional do you think do, do you think it's because of insecurity? I do think it's because of I I think it's still partially that trope that's just existed for like ever. What? Like like cuz man's always the more dominant one. Yeah. But it's like why do you think it's like like man like cherish your wives and stuff like that and it's like that hasn't been taught in a long time. No, that hasn't been taught in a long time. And it's like so I think even to this day like where there's still contention there like people are still being raised like that. You know what I mean where it's like women sit still look pretty. Yeah, like the idea of a trophy wife is still like obviously as long as there are um old producers in Hollywood, there will always be a trophy. Like, like it's just the way a man is wired. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's really a power struggle. But it's like the men don't understand that like women can voice their opinions without wanting to overtake a man's authority. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that's where they fail. 
Like, they should just know when to listen. Like, yeah. when they should just shut up and listen. Yes. And it's like, and then you make the choice, whatever, after weighing decisions. And I think that's where the equality comes in is that balance. I mean, I think there should always be a more dominant person. And I think wanting to eradicate that, it just does, the center does not hold with it. Because if you had two very dominant people, it's a nightmare. It's like a train wreck. It's a it's train like, wreck. It's a it's total train wreck. constant fighting and two people time. who are not dominant is like the most infuriating thing it's the world. most in, like, it's like they can't make a choice done. to save their life yeah you can't get anything done yeah and it's like in some moments like the you know the man can be more dominant and then the woman concedes and then other moments the woman is more dominant and the man concedes and that's called a balance yeah which people like they just take it to the extreme i think they just take it to the extreme because of because sitting in the middle requires thought and not emotion. Because, yeah. And for both parties, they don't want to. But yet the one that gets fall falls on their face is the woman because she gets to be called crazy. Yeah, like it's just so easy. And it's like I'm not here sitting like saying, oh, we need to stop calling women crazy. Like some women are crazy. Some, well, some men are crazy. Are like, yeah. Some things are crazy that people do. But it's like not to this like not normal to this extent. extent. I just think it was – I just found it so – insane that this woman recorded her emotions for five years and the conclusion she came to was that she blows everything out of proportion am i not at one point did you think that you were actually like justified in an emotion like that's crazy to me because there's a lot of things i feel justified in and i let go and there's a lot of things that i like okay my purse my purse is going into surgery okay that is like a crazy exaggerated statement it's just getting I don't know what I don't know what's happening to it but it's just getting fixed at the end of the day it's just getting fixed and it's like I understand it's like that's crazy I know at the end of the day like that emotion is blown out of proportion but me I don't know what's something that (laughs) I don't even have an example fortunately everything's been pretty mellow I guess yeah lately (laughs) I don't know like Okay, the guy from college, not to bring that up again. But it's like, okay, he came and that was a roller coaster of emotions. Like, that was just genuinely like a roller coaster of emotions. And I think, like, I'm allowed to say that, and that's not me over exaggerating the situation. Yeah. Like, maybe me, like, being super sad or super, you know, upset or super giddy or whatever. Like, maybe I like fully felt those emotions in an extreme way but having those emotions just on the base level like if we was were valid. made to have emotions and we wouldn't feel anything about anything ever exactly and it's like that was fine that was normal and I think I was allowed to go through that because everyone acknowledged it like that's crazy yeah. like that's just crazy but it's like people who don't have patience for you say, so just get over it. Why do you care so much? Like, why are you dwelling on it so much? It was like one night you saw him, you talked three times, get over it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, like, I will not concede and I will not say I'm crazy just for your comfort. Yeah. And I think that's why women do that, too. Like, they do it to make the other party comfortable. Because we're peacemakers by nature. Like, we're the more timid of the, of the genders. Yeah, that's true. We definitely don't like confrontation, I would say. Out of the genders. Yeah, because that's part of the question. Yeah. Is it the media telling us that it's cute to be psycho or is it an effort to keep the be- the peace? It's definitely more of an effort to keep the peace. I, I, the only reason media 
like on social media became a trope like oh she's cute but a psycho a little bit psycho is because we're constantly being told we're crazy yeah we're constantly like th- we didn't pick that up for music music picked that up for yeah and it's like also it's like oh like being like the fun cool girl it's like going by your crush's house you know driving by seeing where he is stalking like mild stalking you yeah. know <laughs> like figuring out all of his class schedule yeah and it's like those are fun things but it's like oh but see like i'm the psycho like, I'm psycho. Or, like, when you, you don't let your man go out to hang out with the guys. And you just are constantly texting him, checking that his location. Like, like totally that, psycho. that's psycho. That's not a justified response. A justified response is it being 11 at night and he's still out with the guys. And you call him and say, when are you coming home? Yeah. That's fair if you're married. If you're not married, you really don't have any You don't have any. What if you live that. together? <sighs> if you live together, you might as well be married. What yeah, are you doing? I think you have bigger problems than him being out at 11. <laughs> I think it being out <laughs> eleven is the crux of the problem. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to get any better from there. But, um, yeah, I think it's like it's very odd to me. Like all the media that we ingest, it's like there's a cool girl and then there's a psycho girl. And I think the psycho girl is blown out of proportion because she just cares and she just wants to know what her man's is doing and she yeah. wants to know where things are going and she's upset about things that you like. Like okay. calling a girl crazy, big trigger phrase for me is like encouraging the lack of accountability for like a man's actions yes it is and it's like if i can be wrong you can be wrong like there is no one who is ever totally correct and it's not like every time i like okay for example work work is super stressful i hate it i complain about it all the time and if my father is around he's like you just you're always so mad you're so angry and i'm the crazy one right because i'm complaining about my job but when he worked and I listened to him complain about his job growing up, no one ever told him that he was crazy. Yeah. No one ever said, you need to shut up. Maybe they're just trying their hardest or maybe you need to be more gracious or maybe you need to have more patience. No one ever said that to him. Yeah. You know, so now that I'm here, it's like I'm immediately called crazy. I'm immediately told to shut up. I'm immediately told to look at the other direction and like be nicer to people when it's so clearly and blatantly obvious that they have no patience for me. See, that's, like, what I don't like. Yeah. Like... The double standard. The double standard. And it's, like, you can complain about your job, but then I have to say, oh, sorry, I'm just... I'm on my period. Or, oh, I was just emotional about a boy today. Like, that is so stupid. Yeah. Like, so you're telling me that a man can govern my emotions to that extent? And that's like, okay, but if I say, you know, I'm really upset about what's happening in the news and sex trafficking and AIDS and all these things, I'm just crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. So me being upset about a boy and being heartbroken and crazy from that is more acceptable than me actually getting upset about real things that would yeah. upset a man. You know, like, that's what I don't like. And then we were watching Girlfriends, remember? Yeah. This is what also kind of sparked it. What happened in that episode? I don't, what, I don't know what episode you're talking about. I can't remember. I think it's the one where her, where like Maya's, ball. Maya's husband cheated on her and she had to like apologize or something. Yeah. Someone had to apologize. Yeah. yeah. It was her. She apologized. Yeah. Because she was crazy because she wasn't there as much and that's what caused him to like cheat. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like it was and something like And she just like, like totally conceded. Yeah, she just totally conceded. And it's like she's like allowed to be mad at him, right? Because he like went to Yeah, and he jump. was like yeah, but he was saying he like obviously didn't cheat or whatever. But yeah. then it's like she was like, Oh, of course he cheated. Like he's never felt a need to explain himself to anybody ever. Yes. Like yeah. but then she just never did anything about it. She just never did anything about it and then she just apologized. And then later in the series she ends up having like an emotional affair with someone and everyone's on her ass about it. 
And I'm not saying that two wrongs make a right, but it's like no one gave that guy any guff. Yeah, any guff at all. And they renewed their vows. Yeah. And it's like, and she was the one that was crazy and had to apologize. And I just think it's appalling. It is so appalling that a woman just can't have an emotion and just have that emotion be the emotion that it is. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Like, it automatically jumps to finding a way to, like, and it's get like, them to shut up. Yeah, and it's like the self-help culture doesn't really make anything better. Because it's like, you know what? I'm a lot, if I'm genuinely happy, I'm genuinely happy if I'm genuinely upset I'm genuinely upset some days are more extreme than the other on things that don't matter and I acknowledge that but when it really comes down to it if I'm really angry about something I want to have respect like I would respect someone else for that whether it be a man or a woman yeah and I think that it's ridiculous that there's this that there's this stigma on it and that our response to it is toxic masculinity or feminism that's not the response yeah it's like too extreme it's too extreme and then it isolates and it it to- it isolates a type of person it negates any sort of channels for communication logic dialogue and then it just typecasts people and to the point where it's like well now I'm not even going to talk to you cuz you're toxic man like you're toxic yeah, masculinity yeah well cuz it's like we're being raised to not have like a conversation period yes and i think that's really scary yeah like i think that up. is so terrifying and like we so aren't sad. built for confrontations we aren't built for it yeah like this generation does terribly with confrontation i know look period. at look at everybody it's the era of the screen yeah i don't think it's anything we picked up on like like big tech yeah whatever sure they can influence us all they want but it's like but when that little cell phone came out and you could text on a blackberry like that's when it started. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. When it like started. it's like that was a big text intention. When email started, when AIM started, yeah. then you could get away with things. You can hide behind. And a you screen. know what? It's like look at everybody. What are they doing today at this moment? Wearing a mask. Why? Because none of them like confrontation. Yeah. And then I go out and I don't wear a mask. And do you know how many people talk to me? Guess how many? <laughs> Zero. Because what don't they like? Confrontation. confrontation. That's why they're wearing a mask. Yeah. And then everyone's like, "That's so shocking." Is it shocking? If they if they were if they were fearless people and they're like I can take anything anyone says <laughs> yeah, to me yeah they wouldn't take everything they, at face value they wouldn't take everything at face value they would be critical in their thought and they would dialogue with people who disagree with them yeah it would be a conversation it would be a conversation and then if people didn't wear face masks there wouldn't be just immediate like not all hatred the, they were immediate hatred it's like they go sometimes when you go out they do talk most of the time they don't but it's like when they do. It's vile, repulsive, hateful, evil things. And that's just not an argument. And that, if that is the culture out there, then what is it going to look like in your home? Yeah. And that's what's so sad. It's like, how is that going to trickle down to your children? Yes. And like, in all your relationships, friendships, family, spouse. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we're the last leg as of this moment, and hopefully things get better and they will get better Well, because the people who don't agree with us aren't the ones who are populating. If you um, really do think about it. Well, no. They're, like, they're not populating because they're not being told. I don't know what they're being told. I think it's just, I think it's a whole, this is going off topic completely and totally. But I think it's a whole just like, like, so this blogger I follow, she follows this mommy blogger who's like, ways to help your kid during yeah, yeah. whatever. And so they said, oh, don't put on anything. Like, don't talk about the news. If something upsets you, just listen to what they tell you and do it nicely and graciously and tell your kids this is why we do it. Oh, so brainwash me? Yeah, so let me just... How about I just bend over and you fuck me right here? Like, yeah. what are you doing? What are you teaching your kids? It's like, I... 
I don't, I don't want my kids to see anger. I don't want them to see all this stuff at a young age. But guess what? If I had kids right now, they'd see I'd me I'd rather screaming. they see truth. They just see truth. Then blind them. It's to like I, I hate to tell you, but there's this thing called evil in the world, and you're just going to crash course in it earlier on than yeah. everybody else. But I'm not going to hide things from you, from them, in because, a way to protect you. In a way to protect. And it's them. like that's not protecting you. Like there is a balance. You know what I mean? This dog. I know, right? King of the palace. It's like there is a balance between like throwing them into the pit and completely blinding them to the event. Exactly. And it's like it has to be. It has to be a dialogue. And, like, it that was be great because whenever I feel like when we would be scared of things, like, the parents would always talk very calmly and rationally. Very calmly, rationally, and tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah. And it's like, like, that's and it's just not, not it doesn't have to be like in the most explicit of terms, but it's like, you know, people are wearing these things or doing these things, and this is why, and this is what we know, and this is what the reality is. You know, like, you don't have to live in fear. And then, even more, it's like, then maybe we won't grow up and become crazy because then that justifies... Because also... Yeah, because then maybe you'll stop calling people disagree with you crazy. Also, I think there's an also another culture of women that are like like the Cholas and the Chobs. Oh my gosh, don't say it like that. I, know, I don't know how to describe it. Like... Well, explain it with your words instead of names. Like the YouTubers I watch. Like the that is not YouTubers. what Cholas or Chobs are at all. <laughs> But they act like that where they're like texting the boy and then they like, they do like the one night stands and they text the boys mm-hmm. and they, you know what I'm saying? I and guess, then they're but like I wouldn't crazy put that under- and they're like, oh, oh I just, God. like my man just cheated on me and I just found her and I just like, vent. you know, like they do those like crazy things because they have nothing to lose, I which guess. we could all learn stuff from them. We can't actually. They, they actually have nothing to lose and yeah. they go balls to the wall with some of the shit that they do yeah. to their mans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's that whole culture, and they go and they do that. Yeah. But then it's like, but I'm just like psycho crazy bitch. Like, watch out, ha ha ha. And they have like, I can't describe like what I'm thinking. It's not like not every chola is like this. Not every chav is like this. Not every. Do you even YouTuber. know what those words are? No, okay. I mean I do kind of. Do you know what a chola is? Cho- chola. Like a Latina. It is. Woman who yeah. is eccentric. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> like that's how I see it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the hoops. With the hoops. And but like they're always the, like the funny ones at school. Well, they're like the good ones. I think that there's a lot to be... They're fearless. They are I think fearless. There them, is actually a lot to be gained by them. I think there's a lot to be gained by them. Like, I don't say that in a derogatory term at all. <laughs> because they're always the ones going out there and like they held their... They hold their guys accountable and they don't think they're crazy. It's like the woman in Baltimore, remember? Yeah, I know. She was like, no, I'm going to kill my man. Yeah, that's right. Maybe yeah, like, he deserves maybe he it. Deserves and it. you're not crazy for saying that and don't let anyone tell you that you are. And you know what her friend said? I will get you yeah, the gun. They were all laughing. They're like, I got you, girl. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, good. Yeah, because you have to teach your man's a lesson. But then, but then us white folk, us white Pollyanna purebreds that live in white picket fences think that we can act like that, but we can't because you don't know how it is to actually act like that. So then you use the trope of being psycho. When you're yeah, being psycho, it's true. We, is you're actually do. just buying monogram towels with you and your significant other's name on it, but that's not being smart. That's not being, like, cunning. That's just being stupid and weird. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. But it's like they're getting back at the man in a way that's really going to hopefully change them to never cheat on another woman again. There's a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. I don't know if I'm making my point. It's kind of going all over the place. It's something I think about. It's okay. This thing was kind of all over the place. But it's like sometimes you're not crazy. Sometimes, sometimes you're those not voices crazy. are right. Those voices are right. 
And you know what? The women in Baltimore, all those women, they never questioned themselves. No, they didn't. And Until it's right now. See, that also kind of comes with self-security. <laughs> yeah, it does because they are more secure. They are more secure. I think like cholas and chavs, and maybe I should stop using those words, but those types of women, the women with the heavy makeups and stuff, yeah. people are like, you're insecure because you wear a lot of makeup. No, I don't think so. I actually believe that. I think they're opposite. the most bravest yeah. women. Like whoever was with Takashi 6ix9ine. Oh, yeah. She's fearless. She is pretty fearless. She's with him. The, I know. <laughs> yeah, she had a kid with him. She had a kid with him, and look at her. Her makeup's not slipping. It's not slipping. And how dare you say that she's insecure because she has cake face. How dare you know, say how that? I how dare you say that. <laughs> like, sometimes, like, usually the ones who put on that much makeup are the most secure. They are the most secure because they're like... A woman who's insecure doesn't believe in her confidence to look that nice yeah, putting usually, on makeup. Yeah, usually, and that's actually a really interesting point that you make because usually the more insecure a woman is, the more uglier she makes herself. It's true, Which actually. is ironic, but is as really I'm going on my life journey, I'm realizing, like, they're always the ones that don't dye their hair, don't wear makeup, stop eating, shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, dress ugly, dress unfitting, like, things don't fit, things are too oversized. It's true. It is true. Yeah. But a yeah. woman who has a lot of self-confidence, she will always, she'll wear the tighter clothes, the more makeup, her hair's always shiny, done, styled, like, she'll shave her legs every time she showers. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's true for everybody but yeah not saying that's the peak of self-love but it is true yeah <laughs> i would have to agree with that it's yeah. not the way that we were told it was it's not the way we're told yeah it's like kind of weird yeah. but just in my just in general what i'm seeing well anyways this might have been an aggressive episode for um, i'm sorry all our episodes are really aggressive and i'm sorry i was like non-participatory for the first 15 minutes a lot it's of yas and yas i was going a lot of it. yeah yeah I was going through it. It's also unfortunate because the media I ingest, you don't ingest. No, I ingest completely different media. Which is good. I mean, it makes this, like, great. A little more, like, full circle. Also, I just realized you're wearing pink and I'm wearing black. Wow. This is very not us. It's not. But anyway, so all I have to say is you're not always crazy. Stand up for what you believe in, like always. And it's okay if... Sometimes you are crazy. Like, that's also okay because we can't just go and. I know. Don't let them always dismiss you. Yeah, don't let them always dismiss you. And it's like, I think if we stood up more and was like, no, like, I don't like my job, I'm complaining about it. Like, you don't like your job and you complain about it. Then, you know, like, maybe we would have more respect in those areas. But obviously, like, getting sad about a purse and, like, crying about it. Is a waste. That's you a waste. just gotta pick your battles. You, you know have to what I mean? pick your battles. You have to pick what you want to be serious about. That doesn't mean that you have to like never do those things. But it's like, you like I just I don't know. I don't know. Rain in the time it. limit of them. Rain in the time limit of it. I don't know how to describe it. But it's like men should just take it more seriously. They should just have more. Patience. And I don't like that they're always like, oh, she's just crazy. It's like it's I never like, once told all you crazy. these years we've had to learn to curb ourselves, and not once did you learn to have more patience. Maybe yeah, more patience. Like have patience. It's just like, and not everything. Like it's like in King of the Hill, they bring out the couch, they change the tires. I know the woman. Yeah. Okay, and they're not allowed to bitch though. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And what does he do? Drink a beer out front, right? <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they do. It's the hyperbole of life. (laughs) 2021, the year of no beer for men. No beer until after I'm done talking. (laughs) This is a stone cold sober conversation. Exactly. Like, I don't like it when I have to say, I'm sorry, I'm just on my period. When I have said that so many times, when I have not been on my period, or when I'm not even close to getting my period, just to tame the waters and to just diminish and minimize what I actually am feeling. And I hate that. And I want that to stop. 
moving forward for every woman in America and beyond. Like we I stand want, together. We stand together. We are more than our periods. We are more, <laughs> more than, more than our, our hormones. We are more than everything. <laughs> yes. Everything okay. that they tell us that we are, we are not. Yeah. Question the man. Always question the man. Always I'll stand by that man. until I die. Always question the man. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, I gotta make a blooming onion. I know. We gotta get ready. We gotta get ready for tonight's meal. Yeah. The dog's getting all restless. We're sacrificing Ryan. This is our last na- our last meal with you. <laughs> I know. Love you, okay. We love you, lovey dovey. We love you, lovey doveys. Have a great week. Have a great week. We'll see ya and talk to you soon, babies. Bye. Bye.